What's going on, guys? Another episode of uh, Scotch and Dumplings here. Uh, today, I'm here with my good friend, Costas Garcia. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Spencer, thanks for having me on, man. How have you been, dude? It's been a while. I know, dude. When when was the last time we saw each other? Was it when, was it when we shot with Efron? Was it that long ago? Oh, I was going to say the, the Galantis party. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was fun. That was man, fun. That was, that, was, that was a throwback for sure. Um, because I first met you in 2013, I think you, Josh, uh, Lucas, Jamie, all those guys. Dude, that's so long ago. Good memory. Like eight years now. I know. God, back when, uh, back when we could go to live music events, huh? I know. Feels like so (laughs) long ago. I know. I know. All right. Well, uh, let's jump into it. Um, do you want to talk about your resume a little bit? Like what you do and what you've, what you've done in the past? Yeah, sure. I'll see if I can, you know, give you a little, little spark notes action. Um, so I'm a filmmaker and photographer and just like, I guess, overall content creator. Um, so I do, st- I do photography and video freelance. And then I also do, <clears throat> I also do content for my own personal social media pages. So um, specifically like youtube and tiktok and instagram youtube's not as much right now but yeah mainly focused on instagram and tiktok right now and then the way i got into everything because it's funny everybody always asks me like oh like how'd you get into photography and film so it started back in photography for me started back in seventh grade because that was when i first got an iphone and that was like the first time we like I had like a camera just accessible to me that wasn't like shitty quality it was decent so I would just take photos on that and then film started for me in eighth grade I took a class called student tv which was it was an elective and you basically would make stupid videos with like other classmates and then they would be shown during um like homeroom or whatever it was called so like that was my first introduction into like you know, using a camera, learning how to edit. And then around that same time, GoPros kind of became a thing. And because I would like skateboard and snowboard naturally like wanted to get one just like every other kid out there. So kind of got into a little bit of like shooting um, skateboarding and snowboarding and just like sports in general um, and just did it for fun. And then it wasn't until I would say college, um, that I went in wanting to study business and was like not having it. The classes weren't interesting to me. Took a few like film classes. I was like, this is way more interesting. I'd so much rather learn about a TV show or a movie and break that down. Switched my major and then studied that throughout college and then um, graduated three and a half years ago. And since then have been just doing the freelance thing. So that's kind of awesome. a little spark notes of action. Yeah. Well, I want to rewind just a little bit. I yeah. think you were probably in that first wave of YouTubers, right? So yeah, YouTube popped off, I would say around like, cause we're the same age, right? Spencer? So like, what yeah. would you say? Like, around like 10th or 11th grade right like like early high school Uh, yeah I would say like really early high school because you're how old are you 25 oh yeah so okay yeah so I'd say like 
early high school. Yeah. So, and I was never like, you know, you had like the very popular, like individual YouTubers. Um, I was never one of those. Um, but that was, I would say around the time when like YouTube started to become like real popping. But I was a part of a show called Teens React in high school. And that was like my introduction into anything really social media, anything with YouTube. Um, and that was such a blessing in disguise and kind of started everything for me without me even knowing it. Like a next door neighbor at my dad's house had a friend who was the assistant for this show. They were starting the show. They were like, do you know of any kids or teens? And they asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I was like, sure, I have no idea what this is. I'll do it. Um, and then kind of because I was a part of that, kind of started getting more into YouTube. And that was my introduction. And that was kind of crazy because the show became really big on YouTube. And like, I'd start getting recognized like on the street. And like, that was the craziest thing ever. Um, yeah. And that was like my introduction. And then you also did a, another show, right? Yeah. So the other show that I did was called Summer Break. And that was like a shittier version of like the Laguna Hills, like or Laguna Beach meets the hills. It was um, only on YouTube. It was actually produced by the same people that produced Laguna Hills. It was called Summer Break. And that was looking back, like one of the coolest things I could have done. Also, I was on, it was a YouTube reality show. I got paid to be on it. Um, it helped me grow some followers on social media and was just overall like an awesome experience and something that I've realized now as times passed, like one of the best summers I've had, because literally my job was to just have fun and be on a show and also it was an experience that like not many people get to have yeah. and I think like from the outside looking in um you know everything kind of happens in LA within like the in the film industry and like the entertainment industry like I was I was doing something that I think a lot of people wish they could or would have the opportunity to on honestly both the summer break show and the teens react show like so that was really cool and it's it's kind of like I gotta remind myself that's fucking awesome I think it's oftentimes that we just experience certain things and like it's not until like later that we realize how cool they are that we get yeah, to do them you look back on them and stuff yeah. yeah um so yeah those were the the teens react show and the summer break show were the two things that the two major things that I was like part of with YouTube and kind of helped launch, I guess, like my career and my introduction into like the whole social media scene. Awesome. Well, uh, you also started making music for a while, right? Yeah. So similar to a lot of guys our age who are in college and like EDM, I was like, Hey, I'm going to try to be a famous DJ. <laughs> and, um, honestly, the reason I did it was because one, I loved EDM music and I thought it would be really cool to like learn to DJ and learn to produce music. Um, I had a buddy who I did it with, who's actually still doing it. I don't do it anymore. His name's Josh. So we started a little duo called WizG and 
we put out like progressive house slash like kind of future-based music. And then we would DJ like the local bar and nightclub scene in LA. So we would, um, we were really, um, the main people we would do it with was this um, group called Hwood Group, who's like a nightlife and hospitality um, company out here in LA. So they have, you know, both restaurants and nightclubs. So uh, the, the place that we would DJ the most would be this place called Shore Bar, which is in Santa Monica. <clears throat> so we would do like Shore Bar, we would do 3110, we would do 41 Ocean. 3110 and 41 Ocean weren't a part of Hwood Group. That was like another thing. And then we did like Bootsy Bellows and Poppy um, a few times. And then the music stuff was fun until it wasn't anymore. And, you know, graduating college, like I didn't really have a plan. I just knew that I wanted to do something with like social media and photography and film. And I also like loved music. And um, I think I was, I, I didn't really have like, a plan so I was like fuck it I'm gonna try a bunch of different things and like why not add DJing and making music to the list um and you know that you hear you hear people say like doing business with a friend is just like never a good idea like you always think that it's gonna be a good idea until yeah. like something happens and that was kind of what happened with me and Josh like we um he was always like way more invested and like into it than I was um, just because I had like other stuff that I was focused on. And that was kind of like the only thing that he wanted to do. So like oftentimes like we would get in arguments or he would get mad at me. I would get mad at him. And like, it just started really become like getting between our friendship. And I also, it came a point where I was holding on to the fact that I was like, still wanting to be this like famous DJ or like, like experience that. So like, that was what I was holding on to, but I wasn't really like passionate about like the music or like producing yeah. or what actually matters. And so, um, so it came to a point after two years of doing it with him where I was like, you know what, this isn't for me. Like, I wish you the best. I'm still going to support you. Like you're still my best friend. It's obviously coming between our friendship and like, it's something I'm not passionate about. So I got to stop. So I stopped that doing that about, I want to say a little over a year ago and best decision I could have made because it allowed me to put my sole focus and energy into what I'm actually passionate about film and photography. And um, yeah, but that was definitely something I did for about a solid two years and uh, had some good times, had some, you know, ups and downs with it. Don't regret it though, because it, I feel like when you're young, you should be trying a bunch of different stuff. And you too, bro. You, I know you were doing some music stuff as well and dabbling yeah. in that scene. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge proponent. I talk about this a lot of like trying everything you can because like if you don't, you're going to be older. You're going to be like, oh, I fucking wish I would have tried acting or whatever. Like I did Grey's Anatomy yeah. like one episode like two Sick. years ago. Uh, my buddy from New York, I was actually starting a fashion brand a couple years ago also. And like we hopped on like a Zoom call and like, we were all like, I was helping him design shirts. And like, I just, I, I felt like I was spreading myself too thin because I was like just getting into music. I was still in school and like, I just didn't have the time or energy to like devote to that. And now, I mean, it's a huge brand. He's super successful. Like I, you know, I got credit for designing some of the shirts, but like 
I, I part of me like wishes I would have stuck with it, but there, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel good that I didn't do it because now that I'm in music and I've signed tracks to labels and I'm now doing the podcast, like I'm really happy doing that. Obviously I'll still support him, but like, it's not like, I just don't have the time energy. Cause like, if you spread yourself too thin, you're not going to be able, like you said, you're not gonna be able to put your soul focus into what you really want to do because it's almost impossible to do all those different outlets really well at the same time Mm -hmm. because they're all time consuming so yeah you got to pick what you know you really want to do but i mean definitely try everything so exactly like i think that's so cool i think that's so cool that you've you've done the acting you've done the clothing you've done the music you're doing the podcasting like you've gotten to do a ton and have had opportunity to do what a lot of people like move out here to LA to like try to do. Um, I think we're both fortunate, you know, to be, to be living out here and to like even have those opportunities is fucking awesome and something to be definitely grateful for. Well, like you were saying about YouTube, like, I mean, there's so many opportunities I've gotten like album release parties or like shit like that, where I'm like, yeah, oh, that was cool. But then, I literally think I've like stepped back and be like, I should be grateful because people would literally like are trying years and years to get to where I've been or I am or whatever. And like, I just need to be thankful that I got that opportunity, you know, cause a lot of people don't. hundred percent. I mean, dude, like the fact that when the last time we saw each other at the Galantis release party, like I got a random like DM on Twitter from some chick being like, yo, do you want to come to this? And I was like, why the fuck are you asking me? Like, yeah. I don't know who the fuck I am. Like, fuck yeah, I love Galantis. And I went and got to bring some friends and like, that was so cool. And that's something that you kind of got to be in LA, I guess, to like experience. Um, so like, that was, yeah, that's cool. Well, uh, you also have a day, I know this is kind of a segue, but you also have like a day job, right? Where you work with filming real estate stuff. Yeah, so that is my like bread and butter when it comes to the freelance stuff. Um, and when it comes to being an artist, doing something in the creative field and pursuing your dreams, it's, it can oftentimes come with the stress of not having the consistency of like a nine to five job, right? So you, you have the nine to five job, you have the consistency of the paycheck that you can rely on every week, every two weeks or every month, however often you get paid. So something that like, I guess a piece of advice that I would give to any creatives out here that are listening to this would be if you do, if you are doing specifically what I do, like film and photography, it's really nice to have clients on retainers so that you kind of have, you know, you're not locked into the nine to five, but you also have like the peace of mind knowing that you're going to be paid every month. And that allows you to have the consistency Um, while also being able to focus on other stuff because you're not putting in, you know, 40 or 50 hours a week doing a full-time job. Um, But the real estate stuff is something that I got introduced to a little over a year ago, actually like a few, I want to say like a month after I stopped doing maybe even like a few weeks when I it's, and this is so funny, like right when I stopped doing the music, this like real estate stuff presented itself out of nowhere. It was literally this girl who lived in my apartment complex, her boss, like just fired his video guy. He does real estate, needed a new guy. It was like 
I quit, I quit the music, went on like a week long trip to South Africa, came back, took the meeting like the week I got back. And like, now that's what I've been doing. So it's kind of interesting how like one door closes, another opens. Exactly. So talk to her, took the meeting, really liked the guy. We started making um, blogs for his YouTube channel. So basically what I help him do is um, make video content surrounding everything regarding real estate. Um, as well as do like a few like home tour, like the one to one and a half minute long videos that you'll see just like slow motion of the house. Um, so that's cool. And um, we have a really good working relationship. It's also cool because like he has access to these awesome houses that I wouldn't normally have access to. So getting to see that is super motivating, super cool perk of the job. Um, and it's something that like, it's nice especially with COVID and everything, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people lost their job or lost certain clients if they're in like the freelance business, just because people had to like, you know, start cutting budget certain places. And like, oftentimes a lot of, some of the first things to go is like the creative stuff because you have all your like mandatory business, you know, expenses. And like a lot of people often think that the creative side of the business and the social media and the content is like not the most important when, which I actually, the opposite, I think it's actually one of the most important, Definitely. but it was, it was really nice that when like shit really hit the fan with like COVID and everything, I was able to stay consistent with work because of the real estate stuff that I do. So super fortunate with that. And um, it's also led to like, through him meeting other agents and getting other work through the video stuff that I've done with the first agent, uh, his name's Ben. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of the main like stuff that I do not for myself and for like client work um, mm -hmm. is the real estate stuff. Cool. Well, um, also moving on, you kind of told me a little bit about um, starting a course or something on yeah so um online courses and the educational space has become i think a lot more prevalent like spencer i'm sure you've probably been targeted for an ad of like you know either a music production course or just a course teaching people how to do certain things now I think with like the online guru stuff, like how to make money or whatever that may be, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good information out there. And there's a lot of just like fluff and people just like trying to make money. And similar to how we were talking earlier, how like, you know, having to be grateful or like putting things into perspective. Like for me, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. But at the same time, like I get, a ton of messages being like, yo, like, how do I do what you do? Or like, how did you get to where you got? Or like, how do I make money working with brands? Or can I intern for you? Like all these things where, because I've been doing it for a certain period of time for a while now, like stuff that just comes second nature to me. And that I think is like information that everybody knows is just not the fact. Um, I feel like, people will come to my page or, you know, on my social media page and be like, yo, this kid fucking has it figured out. 
knows what the fuck he's doing, which is not the case. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely not like just starting out. So I also know that I, um, have a real interest and a real passion about teaching people about like both film and photography. And I find that true, like, you know, with other people, when you're really passionate about something, it's like really fun and interesting to like teach other people to how to do what you do. Um, so I want to make a course on teaching people how to be a better photographer, how to grow their, you know, platforms on social media, how to find their voice and how to create content specifically for both yourself as a personal brand and also for other brands in general. And then um, in turn, basically how to start working with brands um, either for a brand deal or, rec or retainer clients, um, like creating content for them um, and basically teaching people to do like what I do and how to make either like a part-time or a full-time um, income, you know, and also just like grow their followings and create better content in general. So it's, it's in the very infancy stage right now. I have about like seven pages typed out. It's probably going to turn into like double that, if not more, once I start going into like way more detail on each thing. But it's a course that I want to put out um, to kind of teach people to do what I do or, or to help them, you know, get to where they want to be just because I really enjoy teaching people about, um, you know, how to get better at, I guess, the stuff that I do, because I got a bunch of messages asking me about it. So I'm like, I might as well just like put everything I know into one course and teach people. So speaking about messages, um, this is kind of like a little sure. lighthearted uh, segue. Um, what is the weirdest or funniest DM you've gotten from a random person? I'll give you a little bit of time to think about that. Unless you already have one. Um... I think the weirdest, the weirdest DM I've ever gotten was someone asking if they could buy feet pics of me, <laughs> or if I could, if, or if I could sell them. Really socks. Sell them? <laughs> Fucking weird, dude. Like. So you, you definitely did it, right? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> um, Interesting. I, you know, it's funny. I was like. I, I think I was like, yeah, I'll do it for like an absurd amount of money, like a couple thousand dollars or whatever, because I know they're going to say no. But I'm like, dude, that's just so weird. Like, honestly, like, it's cool getting messages from people, but you get a lot of weirdos being like just sending you some weird stuff. Um, but that those are only like far and few between. Honestly, yeah. like a lot of the messages I get are, are super sweet, just people reaching out being like, yo, like really like your work you inspire me and all that kind of stuff and um I see all of them like the only ones that I really don't respond to are like kind of the weirdo ones and it's it's always a a cool feeling when they're like oh my god I never thought you'd like respond I didn't think you'd see this and I'm like yeah like I don't know I see I see it all so it's uh it's well, cool. sure it feels good like I mean you have solid content like you have a solid brand so like it probably feels good like when people like recognize that right yeah 100 percent. and like like going I guess back to the photo video stuff like 
a ton of people will ask me like, yo, like what camera do you shoot on? Or like, what lens do you recommend? Like, I'm just getting into it. Like, do you have any tips, all this kind of stuff? And like, I love responding to those kind of messages. And then, you know, I guess they get really happy when I, when I respond. Cause like, it's, I guess it's, I, how do I explain this? It's weird to think of myself as someone who would have that reaction to other people. Like if I was to reach out to someone who I was like super inspired by, like, fuck yeah, I'd be super hyped if they like responded to me. It's weird to think that I'm on like the other side of that. Right, right. Um, but it's, I'm like super grateful for it. And it's like dope. Like, even if I could just like help one person, you know, give them advice or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, it's super like rewarding for sure. So what are your future goals? And maybe even just for this year, but like, what are your goals as yeah. far as like everything? Not even just like your photography stuff. So I would say um, the, the end goal for me is probably to start a production company, to be honest with you. Um, one of my best friends and actually someone who I'm gonna be moving in with come around like March or April. Um, his name's Chase. I met him at school when I was at, uh, in Wisconsin and we met in production class and just got along super, super well. He, he's from Minnesota. He moved out here. Um, he moved to Venice and then actually moved back home because of COVID. But once he moved back to LA, we're going to be moving in with each other. Um, but we've always talked about like starting a production company. And when it comes to like film and photography, specifically film, like, I don't really have the desire so much to make like a two or two and a half hour movie. Like feature length films is not really something that like kind of gets me super excited. I love watching movies and everything. And like, I think maybe it'd be cool to like, you know, make one one day, but I more so get, would be interested in making like a sick Nike commercial or working with a brand that I really fuck with and really see their vision and like helping them bring their vision into life. Right. Um, so I would love to do that. I would say in like long-term, I would say, um, and to have a production company and to make like super badass content, both photography and film. And then on top of that, just like utilizing my platform to, to help as many people as possible achieve their their dreams and aspirations with film I by no means like know everything and I'm I'm constantly learning every day but to be able to help other people would is definitely like a big part of that and then you know I just want to honestly travel and see the world and like capture it with my camera like I don't have like these dreams and aspirations of being like unbelievably wealthy or you know like making movies, winning Academy Awards, like that's not kind of what I'm into. Like for me, my favorite thing in the entire world is to be able to like travel somewhere new, meet new people, capture the world through my lens um, and kind of like tell stories. So if I can do that as my career and also do it for other companies and businesses and on top of that, help other people along the way, can't ask for much more than that. So that I would say is the five, 10, 15, 20 year plan. Um, the specific, the specifics of that, 
not sure, you know, what they're going to be, but that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the road I, I, well, I mean, that's so far down, like you don't have to have all, all the logistics worked out, you yeah. know, but that's, I mean, that's awesome. That's super commendable. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Um, do you want to plug your socials, your TikTok, Instagram, Twitter? Sure. Um, my Instagram is Costas G nine five. Um, K O S T A S G nine five. TikTok is just Costas Garcia. Um, those are pretty much the two that I'm on the most. So you can find me there. Awesome. Thank you, brother. Good talking to you. Dude, thank you, my man. We'll talk. You were what was the question? Oh, it, we were just talking we were just talking about it. I mean, did you did you like it though? Because I heard that it's it was like something that could be summed up in 15 minutes that was basically dragged out over a show. Probably. Yeah, probably. But, you know, it's uh, I guess most movies could be that, too. You just like, you, wouldn't, That's you wouldn't have a movie. You know, it's like the notebook. It's like she has Alzheimer's end of movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, that movie. Yeah, I guess it'd be really the first time I saw it. Yeah, that's my that's my ultimate scent movie when I'm really feeling uh, after a breakup well, or it's dark, dude. It's fucking dark. I was like, this is a horror movie. I felt duped, man. I was like, I watched this whole thing thinking it's romantic and it's this sad fucking thing. Anyway, um, I liked it. I'll probably finish it. I'll probably finish the Cecil Hotel thing. Uh, I had a buddy who stayed there years ago and I don't know if that was before or after, but he stayed at the because they changed it into a thing called Stay on Main to sort of like rebrand yeah um but yeah i don't know i fucking i wouldn't fucking stay there no. i mean i'm there's was like so apparently so many murders and shit that happened there that i For i sure. don't think i could <laughs> but uh yeah. also on the topic of that uh the night stalker um supposedly yeah. he stayed there a bunch of yeah, times he did. Or... yeah for sure I love that documentary that one was good man i haven't watched that one yet it's on my list my only like knowledge of richard ramirez was his the portrayal of him in like a couple seasons of American Horror Story. So I don't really know like the full story, but I know like he was in LA and what he like would break into people's homes in the middle of the night and yeah, it was just random ass fucking psychopath shit, you know. I watched all four, I watched like the whole thing in one night because it was like, all right, next one, next one. Um and this is the most insensitive fucked up thing to ever say, but at when they convict him at the end. And I think he has like the pentagram on his hand and there it's finally uh, he says, hail Satan. And I was like, that is the most metal shit I have. I expected it to just go like hail Satan in the courtroom. I was like, holy fuck. Like it was uh, it's pretty heavy. It's so fucked up. But I was like, that's kind of like not cool. But I was like, Damn. It's like one last fuck you. Yeah, and he's an awful person, but yeah, not even, you know, not, not even that the people deserve a fuck you, but it was just like, damn, like, this guy's about that life, you know, it's fucking crazy. Is the documentary pretty gruesome? Um, I think so, yeah, I think I remember, uh, I don't think they show, like, too much. Sorry, excuse me. Oh, uh, but I, but I think it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty graphic. I mean, they describe a lot of the shit, and it's just pretty wild, man, he, you know. He went from here to San Francisco and then I think back and I think they caught him here again. I don't know, but uh, it's pretty dope. It's well, they only caught him for like 13 murders, right? There's He definitely killed way more people than that. Probably. And then there's also this part. It's real weird because uh, there's this part where this cop pretty much like breaks the law to get information from like us from like this guy that they're questioning, like punches him. 
and in in the in the narrative of the documentary you're like oh finally they got the info but then you step back and look and you're like wait a minute you're not supposed to go around punching people to try to get i was like fucking cops like still getting away with this shit uh but yeah it's it you should watch it it's fun yeah i definitely will uh fun is fun is probably fun yeah (laughs) it's a good uh, family flick you know that's yeah for sure you know this is probably not the right time to say this i can't tell if your voice is coming through the mic or through like the computer really sounds clear to me but go get closer to the mic can you can you tell the difference now or no i don't know anyway i just got this mic so i got i'd go through this whole setup shit and it It doesn't sound bad you know it definitely does it sound different from last time or do I don't remember. Or... It sounds a little more. I just don't know the mic. So anyway, this is I just it just hit me right now. But I think it's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been doing these like, I mean, obviously the podcast interviews have been doing over Zoom because of COVID and stuff. And for sure, the whole first season, I basically like had to adapt and I have a whole like in-person setup. But, you know, not expecting to have to do it over Zoom. I was just using the built in like sound and yeah. I was editing everything like I was like my guests sound great but like I sound like all robotic and shit and hmm. I was like for season two I have to at least like try I mean it sounds good though right yeah I can yeah I can hear you there's no like trucks going by or anything you know that's good enough for me yeah for sure I just don't know how some mics sound I, I don't know yeah it's anyway I mean your sounds uh, really clean i thought i got the same one as you but i guess not you know what if it sucks we'll fucking do it again dude hell if you're yes. if you're not happy with it i'm i'm happy with it i think this is a this is a great episode so far i love it hell yeah hey you're um, tall right you're pretty tall i think i remember How i'm six three yeah <laughs> anyway i was just thinking about it because even right now you look taller than me and we're both sitting it's weird yeah i kind of had to like position my laptop up a little bit i'm a little slouched in this chair but yeah, oh, wow. that's now, he's, now he's flexing. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not that tall. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, do you have any other like comedy shows coming up, possibly? Or um, I think I have one in in April. Uh, just got booked today for this one in April. Uh, it's like a secret location, I guess. So, I'll once it gets closer, I'll be able to like share more about it. Um, yeah, that's no stand up right now. I'm uh doing a music video on Sunday. Um, which is it'll be a trip because it's like a 7 a.m. call. So I'm like, I don't think I've been oh, wow. up that early. It's been a while, dude. <laughs> which means I got to get up around six to be there by seven. Yeah. But uh, but uh, it'll be fun. And it's going to be just a run and gun fucking quick day, like from seven to noon, uh, oh, which wow. is cool because yeah, by the time you're done, you get to you're like, damn, the rest of your day. Yeah. Yeah. Full work day. Um, so that'll be nice. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. I got like a punk project coming out soon so i'm just waiting it's just being mixed right now so i'm waiting on that um so i wrote like five songs uh played guitar played drums sang and then chris played lead guitar and then my buddy ryan um clark played bass on it so hopefully that'll be out soon that's sick yeah i can't wait to hear that i mean honestly with like covid like i don't want to say it's like coming to an end but like with vaccinations and everything like movie theaters are opening up disneyland's fucking opening up next month yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um and honestly i think you know comedy is going to come back in for sure some yeah sort we'll of be capacity cool. and music yeah. and i mean fest life is beautiful is supposed to be happening in the end of 2021 in vegas so hell yeah yeah i have a i got my first shot so we'll see waiting on the next one nice uh, nice yeah 
Cool. Um, well, uh, I cut you off. You were no, no. I, that, I, I think I was just gonna start rambling at that point. So I, I'm glad you started. Uh, I derailed it even worse. I'm just, you know, <laughs> the other day, uh, I was like interviewing Ryan Jay, and I was like having moments where I was like, because we did it at the improv. Usually, I do it at my house just alone with Deary. And as soon as we're at the improv, we got lights and shit. And I started just going like, uh, 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 so how, you know, how are things? I it got real fucking. So I was like, Ugh, we'll see if it's if it's whack, but whatever. Sometimes I think I really have like the whole interviewing thing nailed down. Like, obviously, as interview more people like I've always been comfortable talking to whoever. But sometimes I have like all the like the topics in my head and all the things I want to say at once. And then it just like overloads. And then I just can't think of anything and i just like yeah it's like this awkward pause but thankfully i have not really had any of that yet with any of the guests so hopefully we'll uh yeah i'll I'll spit it all out and then i'll forget what the fuck i was talking about to begin with but whatever cool well uh it's been a lot of fun uh oh hell yeah oh that's it it's over dude (laughs) getting rid of me i'm just kidding um where did what uh don't say your address or anything but what part of the world you're in you're in Okay, Thousand Oaks. So like uh that's in the 40, valley, uh, right? Uh it's past that. It's like really suburby, like out more towards like Ventura. Do you know where Ventura okay. is? Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. Of course. Yeah. Um, um yeah, out towards there. Dope. Hell yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, when everything's back, dude, we'll have to fucking hang out sometime. You know, definitely we can, yeah. we can come to fucking Frogtown. We'll go fucking we'll kick it around here. Hell yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> Do you want to plug yeah. your socials and uh, where I mean, people most, can check your mostly stuff out? Mostly sorry. Mostly sorry on everything. I put everything on my Instagram. Um, you know, be compassionate. Try to love each other. You know, before you judge uh, anybody, try to go make something that's beautiful and try to create your own stuff instead of hating on other people's shit. And that's it. That's all I'll say. Words of wisdom. What a great way oh, to yeah. end. From the legend. No, I'm just from kidding. The, kidding. <laughs> this, this is this was from the legend, Joel Brick, Joel Jimenez. Uh hell yeah. Well, thanks, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, Ben.